Welcome everyone to today's Fiduciary Fitness Podcast. My name is Colin Clark. I'm the Senior Vice President of Retirement at Washington Finance Group Hub International Mid-Atlantic. And uh, really today's podcast, uh, I was inspired to do it because I'm about I'm preparing for a, uh, a webinar about collective investment trusts. And I figured as a plan sponsor, uh, you may be hearing about collective investment trusts and be wondering, you know, are they suitable for my plan? How do they work? What are they all about? Uh, they've been around for a long time. Uh, they are a, a tax-exempt pooled investment vehicle, and they'll have assets just like any other mutual fund, uh, like you know, stocks from the U.S. or international bonds. Uh, it could be a balanced fund. Uh, really, they're just packaged, uh, and they've been more on an institutional level. So they've always been a part of retirement plans. Uh, part of 401ks or 457bs, they're not allowed in 403bs. So that's the one issue. But, you know, hold tight. If you are a, a not-for-profit that sponsors a 403b plan, uh, you know, we are working hard as a lobbying group to make them available to you. And we think we have Congress's attention. So stay tuned. They may be coming to, uh, to a plan near you. Uh, now, again, the difference between CITs and mutual funds are what we call 40 Act mutual funds. If you remember, you know, most retirement plans, you're going to see what we would call a mutual fund. And that was defined by the 1940 Investment Companies Act. And mutual funds, again, are essentially pooled investments where a management firm, an investment firm, is going to be managing your money or your employee's money in a way that is more diversified than just holding single stocks or single bonds. And so you may have a U.S. large cap growth fund that's a 40-act fund, and it's going to be, uh, it's going to hold, you know, maybe a couple hundred stocks in it. So it's supposed to help uh, with diversification. It's supposed to help uh, manage risk, but you're going to see different types of mutual funds, and you're going to see a whole menu of mutual funds typically uh, in your retirement plan. Now, the big difference between CITs and, and 40 Act mutual funds is, like I said, collective investment trusts are primarily designed for retirement plans, where you're going to see mutual funds available to the individual investor uh, in, in what we call retail setting. So you could walk into uh, your local investment firm and or go online and you could invest in a mutual fund as an individual. The mutual fund industry has uh, institutionalized a lot of mutual funds. And so you're going to see uh, reduced pricing and in, in, in other podcasts, we've talked about things like revenue sharing uh, to help pay for retirement plans. Collective investment trusts actually act in a similar way. I think the main point today is to let people know that CITs, as they're commonly referred to, have been around for a long time. The same mutual fund uh, may be offered by that same investment company as a CIT version. The reason why CITs are becoming more popular is because they have lifted restrictions on the amount of money that you can put into a CIT. So for, for many, many years, there are very large minimum amounts. So you'd have to have you know, hundreds of millions of dollars or $50 million, for instance, to invest into a single CIT position, whereas in a 40-act mutual fund, the minimums have always been pretty low depending on the share class. So really what the investment companies have done, and, and this has happened because of litigation and, and various regulations, uh, CITs are what we call a coming down market. So they're not just for the large 
Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies anymore. You actually have CITs now because they're working with trust companies to distribute them in a way where they have little to no minimum amounts. So now you can use CITs on, for instance, startup plans or what we call the small plan market under 10 million. And this is pretty exciting because it does reduce costs. CITs uh, on average are, are typically less expensive than your lowest mutual fund share class. And without getting too technical about it, uh, it's just the idea that a CIT is allowing uh, multiple retirement plans to invest in the same CIT. And so you're really pooling investments uh, across many, many plans. And so that helps lower costs. It's, it's you know, kind of like buying in bulk. Maybe you're shopping at Costco and you're, you know, you're, you're buying, uh, you know, Cheerios and you're getting a really good discount because you're buying, you know, 10 boxes of Cheerios. So uh, not to not to trivialize that uh, concept, but really just to help everyone understand that uh, the great thing about leveraging CITs in your retirement plan is the idea that you can get institutional pricing even for uh, small companies. And so we are actively, as a firm, looking to replace CIT strategically where it's appropriate. And again, now that because we're kind of the tip of the iceberg, there aren't CITs available across the board, but you do see them in some target date fund families. You see them here and there. And the great thing is we're working with our partners to get lists of CITs. And when we see opportunities to replace them, we're actively doing that for our plan sponsors and our clients. So that's it for today's podcast. If you have further questions, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, check out all the resources on our website and uh, look forward to the next time. This is Colin Clark. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, we'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you access your podcasts. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice offered through Global Retirement Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Global Retirement Partners, Washington Financial Group, a division of Hub International Mid-Atlantic and Hub International are not affiliated with LPL Financial.